and welcome back to another week of Chill with Phil. I am the aforementioned Phil, joined as always by my still bearded and looking pretty chipper co-host, uh, Mikey. Mikey, how are you? I'm good. Um, I can't tell. I can't. Um, listen. Yeah. I like Gabe as much as the next guy. So a bunch. But what I'm going to say is I can't tell if I'm very excited for this episode or not for one reason. Because keep in mind, I'm never excited for the episode. I think this thing should end. I'm doing it on the protest. Yeah. But um, he set up a retrospective. So does that mean series finale is my question. I think it's more of like, you know, that awesome Seinfeld compilation episode where Jerry walks into the apartment and then like breaks the fourth wall. This is the hundredth episode. This gets hundredth episode exactly. It's just like there's not a lot of new material these days, so we're in a little navel gazing. Gabe's got experience like curating that kind of thing. All right, so I'm not excited for the episode then. But Gabe did say finale. I'm not excited. He, but he's our first guest to join the protest, which I don't know what that means or how it works. But I thought that would get you a little jazzed. That does get me a little jazzed. All right, there we go. Uh, so yeah, two people protesting at once and just old Phil here not protesting the show. Plenty of other shit. Anyway, uh, down here in Atlanta still, 70 and sunny today. Pretty sweet. Moving on to uh, Mikey's favorite section of every week, Phil's thoughts. And I have uh, a question before a thought, actually. Uh-oh. Mikey, did you or... Or any of your siblings record a defensive statistic in an NCAA, NCAA basketball game this weekend? No, but like... Like a steal uh, or a block, so no. Okay, because Sammy, who's related to me and is part of the family, you've disparaged defense plenty of times, had a steal in a game in Rochester on Sunday. So maybe just like... I'm just saying you can lock into a steal. And he did, but (laughs) it's recorded nonetheless. So just for future reference, James and I, we didn't have steals or blocks. Gabe, I don't think that either, but speak up if you did. No, Gabe Gabe plays defense. Oh, so Gabe's not included in that? No, why why would Gabe be included in that? He plays defense. I mean, we do share a last name, which we won't say because this isn't Heidi Cruz's text group, current events. She's already been doxxed. You're allowed to use the full name. I right. guess. Anyway, uh, so, you know, put some respect on uh, Sammy's name. Um, me and James still, you know. Uh, anyway, my thought. I don't know. My thought is I don't know why co-host Mikey always hates on Adam Sandler. This past weekend. How in... dare you? <laughs> don't even oh. joke about that. All right, fine. But all right. My actual thought is I went to a drive-in movie for the first time ever. Delightful. The car That's battery right. died. Less delightful. Yeah, yeah. They knew what so to do. It was, it was a radio frequency one? Radio frequency is, it was cool. Yeah. I, I saw a Shrek movie at a drive-in once. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I dug it. Wasn't cool. anything crazy. But uh, anyway, uh, Mikey's thoughts on Phil's thoughts that I don't know why you're so mean to Adam Sandler. I, again, it's the craziest thing to joke about. For those listening at home, the Which one person. I hope you are, because, yeah. Your boy, me, watched, I forget what the number was, but I watched like 40, 40 Sandlerverse movies, 40 <laughs> Happy Madison movies in the span of 20 days-ish. 
in uh, in December when I had not a lot else going on for me. And they're all 10 out of 10s. I think it's weird that people hate on them because they're all 10 out of 10s, every single last one of them. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you finally come around. It was a long time of you. I'm kidding. All right. Moving along. Uh, Mikey uh, definitely foreshadowed it a bit, but we're joined by a cousin of mine. Oh, sound guy Dan just logged in. Way to steal the thunder. God, that guy knows how it's done. <laughs> uh, if you listened last week, you heard one co-commissioner of rail, which got some feedback. Maybe we don't do so much rail this time around. This week, we're joined by the other. Uh, Mikey, anything to add? You're more impartial as a non-relative. Uh, he's also. I also went abroad with him. The Praha. Fun stuff. Prague for the next day. That's right. That's right. Maybe we'll get some more uh, bathroom stories a la episode seven, Nathan. Good question. I don't think so. Probably a couple of vomit stories, though. A couple of vomit stories. Those are good, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry for that noise interruption. That was Sound Guy Dan. Classic Sound Guy screwing up the track. (laughs) He's the worst. Anyway, Gabe, welcome to the show. Truly honored. Truly honored. Uh, sound guy oh, dad wow. gang game what's up <laughs> hey sound guy how's the sound today i noticed you guys don't have headphones we're recording good till just now oh god oh okay i'm muting, muting i was gonna say the sound uh really took a hit once the sound guy came on so i usually leave him in post i am um, so sorry to gabe and all our listeners i will not be editing that out candidly but we're better than that uh sounds apologizing in the chats all right anyway gabe welcome thank you thank you sound guy dan appreciate your uh, your extra welcome there all the same um a lot of a lot of things to touch on in that intro first of all i almost appreciated all the rail talk almost like the nba it's like the the hype around the game has become more important than the game itself i love to see that kind of you know, attitude towards towards the medium itself, as opposed to the the outcome. Again, in general, I'm a I try to be a results agnostic sports fan. I'm in it for the art, so to speak. Um, but it's true honor to be on here. Friendly, but it doesn't um, think it's a sport. It's a, it's an art. Fair enough. Oh, it's kind friend. of almost like uh, it's the same way. Those thoughts. Uh, I'm not, I'm not a results oriented appreciator of Phil's thoughts. The, you know, sum it up and the points don't matter. It's a little bit of like a whose line is it anyway kind of thing. Um, so all the same, we appreciate those thoughts. Uh, um, I may personally be one of the, the lower Adam Sandler appreciators out there. I love, I love, you know, Happy Gilmore, that era. The, uh, I forgot which episode it was. I think it was Luch with, uh, with Neil who was talking up his, uh, his latest Netflix slate. I, um, I can't speak to it, much like Luch admits to not being able to speak to things, but I haven't seen any of it from a bit of a lack of interest. You should, you should check some of it out. I will. Well, based on your recommend, I do everything. I'll check out anything that this show recommends. I got, yeah, that makes sense. I get that. Because um, I am a tastemaker, um, so I get it. You, uh, you want me to poop in a toilet bowl without any water, you know, just uh, fly me over to Central Europe again, and I'm happy to do it. 
That did come up. Wow. Uh, Mikey, if you had to recommend one like later day Sandler movie for people who like, you know, they love the classics, the Madison, the Gilmars, what would you, where would you have them start? You should watch Murder Mystery. First. Okay. Okay. It's, uh, it's written by the guy who wrote the movie Zodiac. <laughs> Actually? Fully. Yeah, but you didn't like Zodiac. I agree. I think Zodiac is very overrated. It's very slow. But the guy has a knack for comedy. Does he only write about murder mysteries? Uh, that's a good question. It doesn't matter uh, I what don't genre. Know, I don't know any of his other work. It's a he told me he wrote like 500 Days of Summer. That'd be... That'd, yeah. that'd, that would be a twist. Um, well, all right. Uh, we appreciate uh, Gabe's thoughts on Phil and Lucha's thoughts. Um, a quick... Uh, I know we talked about, uh, you know, my brother Sammy's big steal and slightly lesser family news. Uh, co-host Mikey did have a brother get engaged this past weekend, which is pretty exciting. If you're listening, uh, Joe, which Zato? I know you're not. not. <laughs> uh, mazel tov, buddy. Knew you could do it. I could have said less. I chose not to. Um, anyway, moving on to our first question each week, every week. Uh, Gabe, uh, in your life up to this point, what would you uh, pick out as your proudest moment? Other than these words I'm speaking on this show, uh, I, um, <laughs> I would say uh, a couple things. Um, one, when I was younger, I went up to Yankee Stadium, scalped two tickets outside. The person I was going to go with, no names at all, couldn't make it. He's a proud. Um, I scalped two tickets and then snuck in. And this was memorably, if real Yankee fans remember, Shelly Duncan hit a, uh, hit a game-tying home run in the bottom of the ninth. And I almost caught the ball. And I'm very happy I didn't because I was standing right behind those uh, like handicap seats. And this dude in a wheelchair caught the home run ball. It's truly one of the most memorable days I've ever had at the stadium. And this wow. was, of course, a stadium ago. My, real yeah, quick. I would say that's easily one of my most uh, memorable or proudest moments. Mikey, have we ever had someone, Other than, uh, someone incriminate themselves on the show? Uh, that is a good question. I do not believe so. I could dial up 911 if you want me, you want me to dial up 911. Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm just out of state right now. So anyway, I gotcha. uh, while we wait for that. Anyway, uh, sorry, Gabe. Just trying to take advantage of the no last names policy here. <laughs> that's fair um, I, I can't dox it even off the show i agree you, you call the cops you know gabe snuck in they'll be like gabe who <laughs> um and the other thing of course is somehow uh convincing my now fiance to you know love me and agree to spend as much time with me as she has and will so amen to that a bigger accomplishment than any kid you might eventually have according to some According to some. I've been paying attention to this running philosophical theme here. And I would agree, anyone can get married, not anyone can have a kid. So I think what- At least in many states. I think what everybody's thinking, is, is what everybody's missing is that anybody could get married and anybody could have a kid. That doesn't mean that either of them are gonna be good. Or, or make you proud, which was the core yeah. of the question. Like, yeah. anyone can run a half marathon. I'm still very proud that I did it. Oh, my God. Why do <laughs> you have to bring it up? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I'd love to hear our guest's thoughts on the topic now that we've expanded a little. 
No, I'm just like, anyone can get married. There are people who are unfortunately infertile and science gets better and better, but there are some people who just can't have kids no matter how hard they try. So, so I will say there was, there was, there was a moment of that podcast where something was said along those lines and Phil decided to not be so chill and cut it for some reason. Well, it was said in jest, which it's not a funny thing. You know, we have fun on this show, but come on, that's not, I mean, sure. But um, I did and also, but it gets back to the main point. I think that just cause it's like something not everyone can do doesn't mean you should be prouder of it. No comment on pride, just something some people can't do. I also had no idea any of you edit or cut or know how to do that kind of thing. Uh, we, we, we no longer, first of all, F you. I edit stuff all the time. I'm a 10 out of 10. Second, I edit every single come here, which, you know, is a oneer. So no, you're not allowed to push your other media properties on my show. <laughs> and, two, and, and, and the one that was edited, Sound guy Dan fully edited, so keep that in mind also. Two, two I will say um, that I don't think an episode's been edited since the, since the fifth one. Yeah, that sounds accurate. Apparently, last week's like the internet just cut out for thirty seconds. You know, I got stuff to do. Like, I don't know if you guys are in on this, uh, you know, NBA crypto thing, but if anyone's looking for a Colin Sexton card, I got you. Card, card or, or video? A video. It's a sweet dunk. Uh, anyone can see it. It's on YouTube. <laughs> also, also, if the internet <gasps> out, you should tell uh, you should tell Alexander's family to uh, get a mesh network. <laughs> Call back. Love it. Love it. I'm gonna. Oh, okay. Cool. This is. I love to. I love to see when. I love to see when Luke shows his, uh, you know, low, low key fandom of the show. He protests. No, I, can, I call back my own, own things and my own things only unless I'm holding something against someone. I completely agree, Gabe. It reminds me a lot of his relationship with Sandler. You know, like he pretends to hate him. <laughs> and he's pushing Jack and Jill nonstop. Listen, Al Pacino in that movie is beyond good. <laughs> Al Pacino is in Jack and Jill. Yeah. And he's amazing in it. That's insane. Um, well, all right. Yeah. Uh, I'm having a blast. I think the bulk of the show was meant to be a retrospective, uh, which is going to be led by Cousin Gabe, who I feel like we can call him that, using Cousin Greg as a basis. Not that there are any other similarities besides the Cousin G part. Well. I mean, they're both tall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's taller than <laughs> Uh, Sorry. Who's taller? You co-host Mikey or Gabe? It's a good question. I'm not sure. Ooh. We're very similar in height, I think. Okay. I haven't seen him in eight months, so. You think do it? Changed? Yeah. I would give it to Mikey. Wow. That's a Sucks big W. Give it to me too. <laughs> You're just being humble. Um, Are so nicknames yeah. allowed on this show? Yeah. 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 Uh, well, what if like the nickname was like T-Mac and it kind of betrayed a little bit of the last name? No, I was just going to say, I, I don't refer to either of you by your first name in most context. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, in the professional setting, it's Phil and Mike, you know, 
How you doing? You're saying T Mac. T Mac is similar to Gabe's nickname, also. Yeah, exactly. That would that would I think that would be an issue. I completely agree. Let's avoid it. Um, I think all I right. Could say something along the lines of G pubic, and then end it there, because <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a nickname on your last name. I think that's pretty solid. If someone worked their way back from that, I wouldn't even call it a dox. I would just like <laughs> it, and then the cops would come because the Yankee Stadium thing and. It's a to-do, but uh, it's good content, and that's what we're here for. Speaking of, all right, Gabe, I know you had some notes based on your kind of reviewing our chill with Phil uh, oeuvre, if I can use a French word that I don't know what it means. <laughs> what do you got for us? I didn't know that's how that word was pronounced. Um, I checked it on Google before. So I'll start with a word of appreciation. Um, the, uh, the approach for, for my spot on this show really just uh, made me realize how hard it's been to stay in touch. And in my research and now avid fandom, I feel like I've really been hanging out with the people who have come on this show. You guys have a nice environment. Um, people really seem to feel comfortable in your presence. Well, maybe not your physical presence, but at least this virtual presence. Way more, really, by the way, way more. Sure, why not? You gotta, there are plenty of people taking advantage of the pandemic. Um, and yeah, a few other notes. I, uh, I would like to add, I know that she is kind of apparently against this, but I strongly, strongly recommend that one Sharon come on the show. It's what the people want and it will keep the show on the air and maybe even bring Mike and myself out of protest. I'll say this, it would be, it would, it would make the protest way harder for sure. It might be a one episode non-protest. I mean, mom, if you're listening, and honestly, I'm not sure you are anymore. <laughs> you heard it here. I mean, she, my mom bought a, a tote bag and the painting. So just put her money wow. where. Wow, no. wow. Yeah. Oh, uh, shoot. Sorry, Gabe. Real quick. Uh, there's a new item on the store as well as a perm special 25% off this week only using code Kyrie MVP. Head over to <laughs> chillwchill.com. It's called the protest mug. Let people know that you stand with co-host Mikey. <laughs> when you're having. Hell yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, commercial. Love over. it. Love it. Uh, sound guy Dan did have an important note. Julius Randall is an all-star. That could be 50% off if he gets it. Just, you know, Knicks fans, if you're going to vote. Was that just announced? Is that what we're saying? This could oh, be live did. breaking news. Oh, I thought he was just like saying it. Well, let's do a quick Google because, you know, I can edit this in post. I won't. But... Named NBA All-Star for first time in career. New York Post. Wow. That's awesome. Did my guy Colin Sexton make it? He surely did not. Oh, Ooh, that that friggin' top shot is worth nothing. Nothing. <laughs> All right. Time to transfer that into GameStop stock. All right. Uh, all right. I have a back question. To, uh, retrospective yeah. notes. If you have a top shot and your internet goes out, is it worth anything? Good question. Dude, today they did maintenance on the marketplace for the entire day. And People like... are so dumb. <laughs> this needs to not be a thing. I just, so hear me out. 
Unless they're funny ones. Are they funny? Like like bloopers? Are bloopers cap shots or are they only positive moments? I think for now they're only positive moments. Like if 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 the Shaq being a fool, Uvra nailed it. <laughs> terrible was uh <laughs> was is like if that <laughs> lexicon not really that, if that <laughs> not, not no uh if that you know if those things are there that'd be cool it, it might be i just haven't dove uh too far down but like let me ask you something you would pay like 10 bucks for a picasso right sure i wouldn't pay ten dollars for a video of a picasso Okay, so you pay $10 for a real Picasso. I hand you the canvas. If it's a Picasso, yes. What value is that bringing to your life? Like as- I can, I can sell it for so much more money than $10. Okay, I bought a Colin Sexton video of him dunking right now. I can sell it for more money. You just made my argument. Oh, I'm not saying that you're dumb. I'm saying that the thing needs to not exist. Oh, okay. I thought you were accusing me of being dumb. All right. Yeah, sure. All right. I as long as we're- all right, we got 10 minutes Probably. left, which, yeah, Gabe's already volunteered for multiple episodes, so it seems like we're never getting canceled. Uh, huh. Let's hear some- uh, I could some easily spend three minutes talking about Top Shot, but I don't think it's worth uh, the airtime. Uh, that is saying something, because our airtime is quite literally valueless. I have pitched advertisers. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we could maybe make a rail, like, singular video. That could be cool. I think there was a documentary mentioned with uh, last week around. We were going to have a 10th anniversary documentary headed up by uh, one Zev and, yeah. um, you know, not to stuff to play basketball in a pandemic. Yeah, not to interrupt the retrospective, but do you have any good rail, a good rail story that maybe would appeal to people who haven't played in rail? Because a little inside baseball last week, apparently. Oh, well, I mean, Co-Commissioner really hit all the highlights, I have to say. Um, the uh, the Ben S. Valentine story is really the number one thing out there, which you laid on. It's so good. I can't um, we're playing on Valentine's Day. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mm, the most of the things may not paint the league in a great light. So I'm going to pause. I'm going to let that go for another time. I could not believe what Abe mentioned, given that he's the co-commissioner. That would yeah, be like, uh, you know, you know, Adam Silver's not going to go talk about the fight at uh, Auburn Hills, you know? We, we might need a PR department. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, back to the retrospective. What do we got? Um, other things within that I've picked up on this show. One. People read a lot more than I do. I got to read more. That question is coming. Um, Readings for nerds and dorks. Also true. I didn't, just like people are reading, people are watching. All I do is watch basketball. Mike A, like yesterday, he, he read, he reads books and he literally didn't even know that Benjamin Franklin was president. <laughs> That's true. That was the closest I've come to editing in a while just because of how embarrassing it was. For Abe, uh, yeah. it was really crazy. He suffers from uh, what, what? What was it? What did uh, the guy call it? Franklin derangement syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people read. That's true. There have been a couple of guests who have surprised me. Yeah. I wonder how Neil's been on his fifty-two books this year. 
that that was a that's an immense challenge for someone like me a book every two weeks don't you just think the page count would start to play more of a role than it should because like you got a quota to hit yeah that's true yeah but then you get into what's a book if i have an article printed out and i you know staple it together is that a book that's very also, true it also like it gets like at a certain point you're gonna feel like you're forcing it a little bit and you're not gonna enjoy it as much i feel like you're speaking from experience from the sandler or forever review no <laughs> don't you dare <laughs> but yes I, I completely agree i tried going through like the top five top 100 movies according to like british film and like by number five i'm just like i'm just doing this to do it not to enjoy it i'm like that's not what it's about it's like when you watch uncaged you know it's like oh he's always listening sound guy dan we love you you kind of it's like watching are- netflix whoa yeah call out another piece of the retrospective I like that this is a relatively anti-Netflix show. It no is. politics, no politics. Well, count the votes, but it is. Um, have you guys watched Lupin? Yeah. Not yet. It's like not nearly as good as people are saying, but like but it's still- every TV show. It is, it's not definitely every Netflix show, but it's yeah. still like good. So like, you know. Right. Um, like it's worth watching. Some of them are not worth watching that everybody thinks are so good. Well, I didn't hour-longs, do hour longs are not always worth watching if they're okay. People are so weird. Well, for you, they're like 42 minutes, right? Oh, true. Gabe's got receipts. <laughs> are you still the doing whole notion. or no? What are you doing the sped up thing at all? Or you're like, uh, I, I. I pretty much didn't do it past the first week when I saw the two, when I watched two movies that really didn't work with it, but it does work with two things and that's documentaries and Mm. uh, animated movies and TV shows. I don't know why, but it doesn't affect it at all. You go one five or 1.25. There were some that it was only one, two, five was okay. And there were some that one, five was fine also. I could see try, try it with animated. Try it with animated. It works. Animated. Any good kids shows you recommend these days? I don't watch kids shows. Jesus. Oh, adult animation. Yeah, dude. Like, can I mention a children's show currently in pre-production? You're more than welcome. And Gabe was actually there when this was just an idea. As a as a person in the industry, so to speak. Um, I uh, have read a script that is just, you know, begging to be put out there, to be drawn, to be heard, to be seen by, uh, by certain members of this, of this Zoom team. And uh, I'll just, you know, I'll put in a word, keep an eye out for poultry coming to a screen near you in real speed and sped up. And listen, Netflix, if you're listening, forget all the things that we were saying about how you, you program stuff. <laughs> Pick us up. <laughs> Emily in Paris is co-host Mikey's jam. Um, all right. I was curious if you'd go on Netflix, but all right. I see it as more of a Paramount Plus, but uh, we do only have three minutes left. Um, and I know we got two more quick questions for you. So, Luch, if you wouldn't mind doing the honors. Oh. It's, it's Emily in Paris. 
It's supposed to rhyme. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, show notes, show notes. Is that uh, actually? Oh, wow. All right. That is a thing, yeah. Jesus, I hate um, that so much. Hey, uh, hey, Gaby boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, one, I don't, I'm pretty sure no one listens to the show anymore. I, I haven't looked at the stats. Am I They're right, though? oddly high, and it's really disconcerting. Okay, that's weird. Yeah. So if they're high, I'll say. It only fuels the protest. It's still probably like 50%. Yeah. What's uh, the 50% of our listeners are young businessmen and women. Pop. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I say executives. Uh, what's some business advice you'd give to a young exec? And why this is, is a good question. <laughs> this is a good question. I, um, in my own attempts to become perhaps what some consider a young executive, um, although I would not say I'm deserved of that title, um, my number one recommendation would be trust in your opinion. A lot of people out there act like they know best. Some truly do, some pretend they do. And you really just gotta have faith in your own, you know, interpretation, your gut and your emotion, as well as, you know, all the things that you really do to put in, to come to like a informed conclusion. The number one thing to a, to a good conclusion is believing in it. All right. I like it. That might be one of our best ones yet. Uh, and yeah, I imagine you've been dreading this question, but I got to ask, what's your favorite book of all time? So this answer is actually easy for me because I've read so few. Um, <laughs> ah, the Mike, the Mike B school. And uh, I have one that's an adult book and one that's a more of a, a young children's book. X-rated adult? No, 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 no. The that book, the the one, the one that is for you know. I read this in high school, and it remains my favorite. Uh, is Catch Twenty Two. Joseph oh. H. are from our like our guest. Yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot to make that joke when he was on. I mean, talk about a beat. Yeah, that would have been a doxing. Oh, that's why I didn't do it. Anyway, well, we uh, just did it now. Second, well. You know what, Gabe? I, you want to come back for another episode or not? Because sometimes I'm like, <laughs> um, what's, the, what's the second book? The other one is a book I read when I was like nine, The Westing Game. Amazing, amazing mystery for uh, basically written for children.